You're very welcome to Climate Change for Beginners. I'm Dr. Kieran O'Carroll. On today's podcast, we will answer the question, what can I do to stop climate change? We're facing an unprecedented global emergency. Life on Earth is in crisis. Scientists agree we've entered a period of abrupt climate breakdown and we are in the midst of a mass extinction of our own making. This is leading more and more people to ask, what can I do to stop climate change? If you live in a community like mine, the advice you'll usually hear is that you got to recycle more, stop using disposable coffee cups, change your light bulbs. Sound familiar? These recommendations put responsibility for actions on individuals. But climate change is not an individual problem. It's a global problem happening in every country across every continent. Borders mean nothing to climate change. So the hard truth is that the answer to the question, what can I, as an individual, do to stop climate change, is very little. Now that's not to say you shouldn't recycle more and consume less. You absolutely should, and it's the morally correct thing to do. But these individual actions are not going to stop global temperatures from increasing and solve the problem. To make matters more complex, Climate change isn't just one isolated crisis. It is directly linked to the ecological crisis, the inequality crisis, and much, much more. In fact, we face so many overlapping and intersecting crises that we can't afford to fix them one at a time. We need integrated solutions, solutions that radically bring down emissions while creating huge numbers of good, sustainable jobs and delivering meaningful justice to those who have been most abused and excluded under the current extractive economy system. So, what can you do to stop climate change? We can only meet this tremendous challenge together as part of a massive and organized global justice movement. As Mary Robinson, former president of Ireland says, you need to get angry and you need to get active with like minded people. We listen to the science about what's happening in our atmosphere. So let's listen to the science about transformative societal change. And social science is very clear. People power is critical to achieving the kind of societal transformation we now require. You need to look to join a movement that does the following. One, it uses scientific facts to tell the truth about the emergency. Two, it targets the people who are benefiting the most from the crisis, the rich and the powerful. Examples include government ministers, the fossil fuel industry. These are the people we need to target. And three, it needs to put climate justice at the heart of its demands. When it comes to climate action, it's abundantly clear that we will not build the power necessary to win unless we embed justice particularly racial, but also gender and economic justice at the centre of low carbon policies and change. At the same time, look to get involved in a network of green economic alternatives, in community-controlled renewable energy projects, in community-supported agriculture, farmers markets, in economic localization initiatives that have brought main streets back to life, and in the cooperative sector. 
Not only do these economic models create jobs and revive communities, they reduce emissions, and they do so in a way that is systemically dispenses power back to communities. In conclusion, the weight of the world is not on any one person's shoulders. It's not on yours, it's not on mine. It rests in the strength of a climate justice movement that millions are already a part of. Do consider becoming a part of the climate justice movement today. For example, try and find your local Friday for Future or Extinction Rebellion group. That's it for today. Please subscribe to Climate Change for Beginners. And if you'd like to submit a question for a future podcast or want the text version of this podcast, please visit climatechangeforbeginners.com. Thanks for listening. Please leave a review. See you next week.